0: This week in the Tech on Tap podcast, we preview NetApp Insight 2020 and discuss how a tech conference being 100% virtual actually has some benefits. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah.
1: NetApp. I love this company. Zippo. Zippo. I love NetApp because
0: it's so funny. hello and welcome to the tech on tap podcast my name is justin parisi i'm here in the basement of my house and i feel like i've been in the basement of my house for months now (laughs) it's been a while uh so yeah we um and and, you know this is going to continue for a while and including that is going to be our new uh insight conference this year so we're going to have a remote version of that this year and to tell you more about that, I've invited some of the key players in the NetApp Insight conference, uh, the people that do all the behind-the-scenes work and put it together for you. Uh, so uh, introducing our, our people from from the uh, start to finish here, Galen Callahan is here. Hi, Galen.
2: Hello. Did Hi I say Justin. your name right? Uh, close. Galen Callaghan. but we very close. Oh, yep, very I Irish. I was
0: like, Callaghan. Or something like Callahan.
2: <laughs> I get that a lot.
0: Yeah. I, I, well, good. I'm glad that I messed it up. So um, Galen, uh, what do you do at NetApp uh, and how do we reach you?
2: Sure. So I am part of our overall global content team. I work as a content marketing strategist. And you can reach me very easily via email at galenk, that's G-A-L-E-N-K at netapp.com. Um, And you can also, you know, always shoot me a note on Teams if you are internal within NetApp, but otherwise, email is a great way to reach me.
0: Also with us today, Jim Coleman is here. So Jim is a as a frequent guest on the podcast when we talk about Insight stuff. So Jim, what do you do at
1: NetApp, and how do we reach you? Hey, glad to be here. So I'm responsible for the breakout content at Insight. So I heard the cats to bring everybody together and make sure we organize the content so people can find it. And if people have any any questions whatsoever about Insight content. The best way to reach me or reach my team is insight content at netapp.com.
0: All right. Excellent. And last but not least, uh Mike Gerhart's here today. Mike, what do you do at NetApp? How do we reach you?
3: Well, Justin, I have the pleasure of connecting customers and partners to NetApp executives and technical experts. They can do it in a small group meeting or one-on-one, and we call it the VIP program. And so if you Anybody needs to reach me, they can reach me at gearheart at and I spell that G-E-A-R, H-A-R-T at netapp.com.
0: All right, excellent. So uh, every year we have a conference uh, in Las Vegas, usually, not this year, right? Because we have to do it socially distant. Uh, but you know. One of the benefits of having this conference is getting everybody together and having everybody see each other. You know, that we haven't seen each other in a year or so and we get to contact and, and reach out and network more. Um, it's going to be a lot different this year with the remoteness of it. So I, you know, what we wanted to do in this podcast episode was cover the differences of NetApp Insight as well as covering what NetApp Insight is in general. Um, so to do the general overview, uh, Jim, what, what is NetApp Insight exactly?
1: So a bit of trivia. So this will be the 20th year we've done Insight. It's an event started out originally for employees. And then we asked our partners because they wanted to know what our employees were being trained on. And customers were begging, customers were sneaking in. So about six years ago, we opened it up to customers. It's not a formal curriculum where you'll get a certificate by the time you complete it, but it's the place where you'll find out what's happening, what are the latest programs, and actually be able to communicate with the uh, subject matter expert in the specific topic that you're attending. So that, that's it in a nutshell. And then we have all these accessory uh, events that are happening that give a good balance to what NetApp is doing. So I take a little bit of umbrage with you saying you won't get a certificate at the end because you do
0: get certificates. Oh, yes, you could. If through you, the certification yes. programs, right? Yes, Yes, and uh, we'll and, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to Randy Einhorn later in this episode uh, to to tell you about that. NetApp Insight is a way to get knowledge. It's a way to network uh, and interact, um, and it's also a way to party. Um, in, in In most cases, right? So that all is going to be a lot different this year. Um, and you know, w- what sort of things are going to be different about that this year? How are we substituting the the aspect of social interaction at this year's NetApp? Like, how are we addressing that missing piece that we're not going to get from in person interaction?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Justin. And I think that this is kind of a unique challenge that a lot of um, companies and events are really facing, you know, this year with COVID being this challenge that brings us all from our home um, diving into these events. It's definitely a different perspective that we've had to take on, but I do think that the amount of creativity that has gone into the planning of interactivity that will take place in the inside event itself is incredible. So, From the social perspective, you know, we will have ongoing social interactions with our audience members, with our speakers, um, customers and partners, and all of those featured specialists from around the globe. We're also going to have the opportunity to um, interact with one another through live Q&As. Um, And even through some sessions where folks can really interact with other participants and really answer their questions real time.
0: So Jim, what are the breakout sessions looking like for NetApp Insight
1: this year? What you would walk away from Insight if you attended this year is, wow, Um, it has over 300 topics, unique topics, and we've moved them to three different formats, a 40-minute, a 20-minute, and a 10-minute. If you're an attendee from the past, you know that we just do 60-minute sessions and we did about half that amount last year. So we have doubled the amount of content that we're offering. Plus, we're offering close to 100 sessions that are being translated in German, Chinese, Japanese, and Korean. They'll either be re-recorded by a native speaker or we'll transcribe them so that you have subtitles at the bottom. So the amount of content that we're doing is huge. We're likely to hit stuff that you're most interested in. And we have additional filters that you can find your content because that's always a problem. You can have too much content and like, what do I go see? So this year we actually created some curriculums. We're con- calling them content journeys. Much like if you go to a city, a foreign city, and you wanna walk around to get the feel of it, you'd take a walking tour. So these content journeys are the equivalent of a walking tour of our content. So there's nine curriculums that have eight to 10 sessions that we've identified with each curriculum or journey. As an example, Cloud Curious is a journey, new to NetApp is a journey. So we're real excited about that. It's a much more uh, intensive event and I'm actually very excited about it. And I think we got a good lineup and we've changed some of the ways that you look at stuff like industry, if you wanna look up by industry, by solutions, generally we've done it by product, but now we're doing it by solutions. Good good stuff.
2: I love Jim's description of the event. I think that one of the key benefits of us being able to put this event forward in a digital format and having that you know, double breadth of amount of content that can be digested is also that our attendees are able to not only tune into a broadcast, but they have access to a massive asset library where they can continue their learning on their own time. They can tune into recorded breakout sessions or demos or tech highlights at a time that works conveniently for them within their schedule and still be able to um, sort of dive into that learning on their own, sort of on their own schedule, if that makes sense. Um, Because as we all know, in these days of working from home, it can be challenging juggling um, meetings throughout your workday or childcare or any of the other things that might come up on your plate. So having the opportunity to really pick that schedule, take a walking tour, or even dive into the content at a later time um, without having to follow that strict in-person schedule, I think is a really huge benefit for our attendees as well.
0: Tell me a little bit more about the keynotes as well. So I know that with a keynote session, it's almost it's vital to have a crowd there in some cases to get that energy. How are you going to replicate that energy? How are you going to make that energy you know more tangible with the keynotes this year?
2: Definitely, that's a great question. Um, I'm very excited about our new and improved and exciting format for our keynotes. We've, you know, we've called them our vision sessions in the past. This year, they'll be known as our data fabric discussions, and there will be two. Um, these are going to be hosted by two of the most prominent faces within NetApp, and without giving away any secrets or details, um, those will take place in almost a discussion type of world. So. We're really taking a step back and kind of looking at how we have structured our keynotes in the past and really evaluated how we can make them more interactive, um, more digestible, more fast-paced and dynamic, and also digitally optimized for an event that is taking place in a virtual format. Um, so those data fabric discussions will be very quickly paced sort of movement between um, one-on-one conversations between the keynote hosts and then a variety of specialists from around the globe those could be customers those could be partners um, and they could also even be you know net internal folks who come to share a quick discussion around a very specific topic and those will move quickly from one to the next so that we're able to really cover a breadth of material within that shortened keynote session i think this brings forward a more authentic side of our speakers i think it allows them to be a lot more relatable Um, a lot more digestible. And then, of course, in this highly dynamic or this um, fast-paced discussion-type format where there's almost a round-robin of these topics being discussed, I think it kind of offers up something that's a little more um, exciting for the user, a little more entertaining, so to speak, and really allows them to digest a larger breadth of information in that short amount of time coming from the virtual event itself.
0: So with the the virtual keynote, is there going to be a way for users to interact? Will there be poll questions? Will they be able to type into the chat? I mean, how are they going to be a part of it?
2: Great question. So some of those those questions, I think the answer is still in development at this point in time, but we absolutely will have the opportunity for um, our attendees to provide feedback, um, to ask questions. The keynote or the data fabric discussions, as we're calling them, they will not be interactive in the broadcast itself. Um, because those really are a showcasing of those quick and fast paced conversations with specialists from around the globe. But those um, those points of feedback or questions, you know, we encourage always, we encourage our users to submit um, that type of thing through their social media accounts. We will also have other areas within the platform itself where they can kind of submit their questions, their feedback, their commentary. And then we'll have the opportunity throughout that broadcast meeting the specialist to be able to respond Um, in more of a real-time format to really encourage that interactivity.
0: Given the remoteness of the whole session and the fact that Zoom calls and other interactive calls have bandwidth limitations, are you putting caps on the number of people who can come in and what sort of caps are we looking at?
2: You know, at this point in time, we are not limiting the number of folks who are able to tune into the event itself, um, especially because we are hosting Insight 2020 as a fully global event. We are going to be experiencing, you know, I think a high volume of attendees from all over the world. That's really what we're hoping for. We open our doors to, um, you know, just about anyone from our customers, our partners, and even our internal NetApp um, employees who are interested in learning more and kind of diving into um, the opportunity to build their own specialism. So the short answer is no, we will not necessarily be capping um, the attendees for the event itself. That said, there might be sessions um, from the breakout perspective or um, sort of those smaller sessions with more interactivity that might be limited to a certain number of folks. I think Jim might be able to answer that from the breakout perspective better than I.
0: Yeah, Jim, you know, what, what sort of caps we we looking at for breakout sessions? I know that some of them are going to be recorded. What about the ones that are live and interactive?
1: They're isn't a cap. We do have some special rooms for private meetings that are occurring and they have limits of 50, but there's only a few of those. So the majority of people would never even see those that, that happen. Um, we're expecting, I think last year we had about 5,000 people overall. We're hoping to get in excess of 15,000 people to the event this year. So uh, we're, we're actually anticipating a lot of attendance. I think we're almost... I think we're about 8,000 people registered as of seven weeks before the event. So we're on track to have a very large audience. And then there's gonna be sessions uh, like the virtualization group. They are doing uh, a Zoom session following this event the following week to talk with the, all the uh, presenters will be online and we can start doing chat sessions and breaking them off into breakout rooms and so forth. So um, we're anticipating a lot of activity and, we're trying to make sure that we service those those people that have the questions and needs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked a lot about the downsides of not having personal interaction, but there is an upside to having it remote. And one of those upsides is cost, right? So you don't have to pay anything to come to this event. The other upside is convenience like you don't have to get on a plane and spend time away from your family you know and, and that's all adding to the the overall i think registration effect where you're seeing more and more people sign up because they they do want this knowledge they just don't want to have to jump through the hoops to get it and i think we've removed some of those hoops this year
1: yeah and i forgot to mention too is that the the event starts i think it's october 26th and 27th for an american audience or the america's audience and then we do um Asia Pack on the Wednesday. So that'd be the 28th. And then we do the EMEA folks on the 29th in those friendly time zones. So if you really wanted 24 hours, 24 seven, uh, interaction, you could watch it all week and, and have all the interaction you want.
0: That would be uh that'd be a little insane. Um, so Mike, uh, you know, you run the VIP sessions and with this additional registration count, are you seeing more uptick in the VIP sessions? And also with, you know, not having it on site, you don't have room limitations anymore necessarily. Like you don't have individual yeah. cubes and they you, know, you can fit more people in the rooms. I've been in some of those rooms and you can only get like four or five in them.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. You've been through it. You know, yeah, we don't have those room limitations. You're exactly right. We actually have customers looking with us multiple meetings you know, where we might have one or two, we're now seeing uh, upwards of six to eight because um, they also have access to a lot of NetApp people. So now instead of, you know, being able to only meet the people that attend an on-site event, they have really the open door to just about everybody in NetApp. So we're really expecting it to be bigger and better than it was last year. And it tends to be one of our um, great ways of helping our customers connect with executives and specialists so they can make things practical when they go home. And uh, I know that everybody's going to want to take what they learn and apply it. So we try to do that and help them put that all together in the VIP meetings. So we're expecting a lot of meetings this year.
0: Are you finding it easier to get, you know, subject matter experts into these meetings now that they don't have to travel to the event, they can just basically schedule a zoom call.
3: Well, you know what? I, that's one thing great about the NetApp culture. Everybody likes to help, and so yes, we're going to see people that are, you know, based in the U.S. participating in, in meetings in Europe as well as in in, in Asia and vice versa, because uh, we do have you know our subject matter experts that that you know will say it's AI. We have, actually, I know one of our best AI guys is in Israel, <laughs> so but regardless of whether he's in Israel or not, he's going to be participating in a lot of the U S you know, based meetings. So we expect not only our subject matter experts, we we expect our executives to be fully on board uh, the entire event.
0: As far as the VIP sessions go, you know, what's the one thing you're looking most forward to?
3: Well, I think, I think that, you know, we want people to feel confident about NetApp. And I think, you, you know, the more you meet, uh, people. The more people you meet, the uh, the better you feel about you know NetApp as a whole, and also you feel better about the solutions that you know we're you know we're proposing. And we know that many of our customers go away and when they go back to their jobs, we don't see them, but they're just like the rest of us. They have to report to management. They have to prove profitability. They have to to show that what they're doing is making a difference in the company, and when we uh, when a customer walks away from from insight or from this event we really want them to, to feel confident in all those areas where they have to make a difference when they go back and so you know one of the things we really hope to accomplish this year is that they feel that sense of confidence and they also feel like they know somebody so it's like many times when, when we want to talk to somebody you know uh, about a particular subject it's nice to be able just to send an email instead of setting up a formal meeting. And so I think that a lot of times what's going to happen is, as a result of these meetings is that they're going to feel like they can just pick up the phone and call or get on a Zoom and call or send an email. Those level of relationships are going to happen with with our customers and, and NetApp. And we're looking forward to that being a big difference this year um, than you know in previous years. And You know, because you're going to have our contact information as soon as you get on a Zoom call. (laughs) It's going to be all there. And um, so we're expecting there to be a much more of a personal connection with our attendees than in the past.
0: Galen, what about you? What's the one thing that you're looking forward to from the virtual event?
2: You know, it's hard to pick just one thing. But I I will say that I think this event is going to be a whole new world for insight. You know, our theme for the event this year is Meet the Specialist. I think that there's an incredible opportunity for all of our attendees to feel as though they really gain a significant amount of learning from this event. Um, You know, I think probably if I had to pick one element, I think that the ability to connect with one another in this virtual event format has been opened up in a whole new level. Um, I think Mike touched on this quite a bit, but, you know, having the ability to connect with those featured speakers, with our C-level leadership. Um, engaging with some of our customers and partners who truly are specialists from all around the world and being able to have questions answered is something that you really don't have the opportunity to do at an in-person event. Um, Typically, those executives are really, their schedules are double and triple booked and their availability is very limited and they're almost inaccessible to a typical attendee. Whereas I feel as though the Insight 2020 um, structure and being in a virtual format, it really opens the door for all of our attendees to kind of have that level playing field and that ability to connect not only with those specialists, with those speakers and those executives, but also with one another and really to kind of normalize this new world that we're living in and make the most of it and hopefully have a really great time at this virtual event, even if it's from the comfort of their own home.
0: And Jim, same question. You know, what are you looking forward to the most out of the uh, virtual event?
1: I'm really excited uh, uh, because of what we've done with the formats and 20, 10, 40 minute segments. Because really, the motivation in building this event is: is it worth my time to come to this event? And uh, I think we've done it. And I'm I'm really excited about what we've put together, and looking forward to seeing how how well it works. Because we'll just keep trying to improve
0: it. So if I wanted to find out uh, information about how to sign up for breakout sessions, where would I do that?
1: Well, on uh, September 17th, we, re- we are releasing a, what we refer to as a short catalog, although it's going to be pretty long and it has a preview of all the content and a preview of how you can filter on that content. So if you're a partner, we have uh, we'll be putting it on the partner hub because there's some sessions specifically designed for you. And, uh, uh, then on October 15th, we'll be opening up the live platform, which is where you can actually schedule the sessions that you want to attend that are that are schedulable.
0: And uh, Galen, what about the keynotes? Do I just go into my insight session and it's there to to sign up for? Or do I have to sign up for it? Can I just enter it whenever I want?
2: When you are looking at the agenda for insight, our keynote or our data fabric discussions will actually be the opening session within that morning broadcast. Um, So within that schedule, you'll see it opens up with a segment called Meet the Specialist. That broadcast is an opportunity for folks to tune in. Um, It will begin with those data fabric discussions and then it will move into some of our more featured content. Some of those new items will be customer chronicles and then of course the familiar mega sessions that we created and brought forward last year. so you don't necessarily need to sign up for it it will be part of that broadcast, but you can certainly add it to your agenda and your calendar through um, the registration
3: tool as well
0: and Mike, what about the VIP sessions how do I get a hold of those?
3: yeah thank you well you'll just go to the agenda and you'll see VIP program meets executives and specialists and you click on that link and it'll take you to a page where you can submit a request for a meeting and I would just encourage you know the attendees whether they're directors or managers to not be shy to meet our executives they are very excited about meeting you and that's just our way of NetApp Net is being connected with everybody so when you make those requests you know please let us know if you want it to be executive or a combination of executive and technical we'll make it happen
1: all right anything else we want to add before we close it out uh just for any information about the event just go to the website insight.netapp.com
0: I was also able to get Brandy Einhorn from the NetApp certification team to join us to talk about how NetApp will handle certifications this year at Insight. Brandy, what do you do specifically here at NetApp?
4: Yes, I am at NetApp Learning Services, and I am everything evaluation, but some of you may know the traditional term as certification manager.
0: Certification manager. Uh, What exactly does that entail?
4: That entails keeping our certification portfolios. We have 13 certifications in our overall portfolio, spanning three different tracks. We have our converged infrastructure, our data track, and our hybrid cloud track, and keeping those up to date, making sure they're relevant for all of our candidates.
0: And what do you find people get the most use out of the certifications with? I mean, are are they using them to get jobs? Are they using them to boost their resumes? Like, what's, what's the general reasoning for getting a NetApp certification?
4: And that's all of the above. Um, Really, there's a lot of uh, value to the companies that they work for, but there's a lot of internal value as well. You mentioned salary and raises, so that's all part of it. Credibility is a big piece of it. um, And confidence. So I think you're more confident once you have those skills and that knowledge validated. But also the people you're working with are more confident in your capabilities.
0: I know that, you know, at NetApp Insight, generally speaking, you could go get certifications for free and do the testing and all that. But, you know, as you know, things are a little different this year. We are doing a remote Insight. So has that free certification program changed at all? And if it has, you know, how has it changed?
4: Yes, lots of changes to match the excitement of the rest of the Insight 2020 digital. So we have some discounted certifications, 50% off right now uh, until the Insight portal opens. And then it drops down to 25%, but there's no cap for that 25%. So throughout the entire event you can get that, take advantage of that discount. Um, we're not doing that traditional on-site testing, right? So there are advantages of doing it digitally. I know uh, a lot of times you might focus on, oh, well, it's, it's not as good of a discount, but really you have a lot more flexibility um, since we're not on site testing, there's a window of when you can test. That's a little longer than Insight. Um, so it starts on Insight and it goes all the way through November where you'll be able to sit an exam so you can uh, get a little more prepared and you don't have to miss out on any of the great sessions that they have on site.
0: So, as far as the certification cost goes, I mean, I, I assume that in previous years it was baked into the admission fee. Um, there isn't really that admission fee this year, so I can see why you would charge now.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I mean, and and really, our our exam prices. So for those who aren't familiar, is one hundred and fifty dollars an exam, three hundred for FlexPod because that's co-created with Cisco, um, and in line with their pricing strategy. But 50% off, if you take advantage of that now, we are capping it at the first 1,500 people, but there are spaces left. We just opened registration um, with September 1st. So that'll go all the way through until October 15th. And you'll be able to book time slots within a certain time period, like I said, and you have options of remote testing or the test centers. So test centers have began to open, so you can take advantage of your local test centers, or you can do that remote option. Um, anyone who's doing view, though, I do encourage encourage them to go to View's website and just make sure you test your network and your system. Make sure it's all um, compatible.
0: With the testing and the certifications and all, I mean, I remember doing this. You had to give your phone to somebody. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to do that anymore, do I?
4: <laughs> well, no, not exactly, right? But when you when you do remote testing, there's a proctor who who watches you kind of right through the camera. It locks oh, your system. There's a camera. Yeah, so it, it locks your system to make sure that you know you're you're still um, living the and breathing the integrity of our certification program.
0: So what you're telling me is I shouldn't do my certifications in my underwear.
4: Well, I mean, you could, it'd be a little uncomfortable for the proctor, but I mean, I guess, I, I don't know if that's in the rules. I was thinking more like cheating, but that's fine if you want to be in your underwear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I figure if I'm in my underwear, they'll, they won't want to watch as much, so then I can cheat.
4: No, they have to watch. They're paid to watch. That's oh. why. That's where the uncomfortable thing gets in. And I don't know. I mean, in other countries that that could be that could be a problem. I'm not promoting it necessarily. I'm just I,
0: we would never promote sure such things at, at the podcast here. Um, but, you know, we just come up with bad ideas. Uh, so anything else you want to add, Brandy?
4: Absolutely. So we do have our Tech Elite Meet um, for those who are used to the the old way of doing things with insight we had our uh certified user appreciation day and we'd collect your t-shirts your pins and then we'd wine and dine you down in the in a corner of the building Um, we can't do that this year as much as i would love to but we're doing it virtually so on october 28th there's actually going to be a one-hour session that'll be a little interactive where i'll get to um, announce some award winners So right now we have our certification webpage for Insight, and people are able to nominate for one of three categories. So it's either the hybrid cloud hero, the specialists, or the uh, NetApp certification leader, and all the details on what it takes to get those awards is, is on the website um, and then we'll announce the winners and we'll have some members of the A-team coming on and um, having conversation and maybe some leaders as well in there uh, to keep it casual and still just celebrate how much work goes into certifying.
0: So if I happen to miss uh, like the the meet and greet session, is that something that's recorded and I can watch later if I'm interested?
4: I'm not recording it. I mean, but you would totally watch it, right? Um yeah. And it's one of those things, it's one hour, it's a zoom link and you'll see it in the agenda and anyone, there's a cap. So we're capping at 500 participants due to just, you know, the zoom restrictions, but um, people could come and go, it's going to be a casual thing, but all of the um, stuff that we're preparing for in terms of giving the awards out and just the intros, all that'll happen up front within the first 20 minutes. And then it's going to be more Q and a and just conversations and then hopefully some friendly banter through chat.
0: All right. Excellent. Sounds like a good time. Uh, So Brandy, is there anything else you'd like to add?
4: I think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to um, this insight 2020 digital. I know it's a lot of changes, but really, Um, seeing firsthand how the team is, is pulling together to make sure that this is an engaging experience and still a rewarding experience for everyone. And, and I hope the candidates see this as a value and and give some feedback. I'm always big on the feedback.
0: So where can I give feedback? Is there a website I can uh, go to?
4: Um, it'll be in my junk, Matt. No, I'm just kidding. Ah. You, can go to, you can go to NCP at NetApp.com. So that's NetApp Certification Program, NCP at NetApp.com. Um, and that'll send emails uh, more or less to me. And I'll, I'll take all that feedback. And Excellent. I do. I take it every year, the positive, the negative, everything in between.
0: All right. Good to hear. So, uh, Brandy, thanks so much for joining us and telling us all about the NetApp Certification Program at NetApp Insight 2020. All right. uh, Galen, Mike, Jim, thanks so much for joining us. Again, if we want to reach you, Galen, how do we do that?
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having us, Justin. Um, Like I said, email is a great route to um, get in touch with me. That's galen, K-G-A-L-E-N-K at NetApp.com.
0: All right. And Mike?
3: And well, Justin, thank you. And we would, you know, if you want to talk about the VIP program to meet somebody in NetApp, you can reach me at Gearheart at NetApp.com. It's G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T at NetApp.com.
1: And last but not least,
3: Jim. Yeah,
1: you can reach us on any questions regarding breakout content at insight-content at netapp.com. And I'd encourage you to go check out the website at insight.netapp.com.
0: All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Jim Coleman, Galen Kelligan, Mike Gerhart, and Brandy Einhorn for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. easy
4: it's getting off on
0: this oh yeah